Blog Talk Radio. Man and breaks down a little bit of the history 
of the African, African-American man. Well, we're going to delve into some real things today as he's talking about some real history that may be left out. The title of our show today is Fake News, a Manifestation of Traditional News Media. Is Fake News a Manifestation of Traditional News Media? And we're going to go into that. But let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Rodney Smith, and the air chair today. Uh, our own voice is live. It's a radio show coming to you every Saturday, roughly about 12.30 p.m. Uh, on the West Coast. That's 3.30 p.m. for those East Coast listeners. Uh, our own voice is live. It's a radio show featuring people and stories from our community in Las Vegas, the surrounding area, and someplace near you. America is the greatest country on earth due to its cultural diversity and not in spite of it. Our mission is to help bridge the culture and ethnic divide in America by working together to build the greatest bridge in history to unite us. And ways that we do this is through shows like Our Own Voices Live. Of course, we have the Speak Up Network, Brother Levon with Real Radio, radio established to address life comes to you a little early on, on Saturday mornings. We have Brother Thomas Ferry with Rant Radio, the unintended citizen, bringing it to you hot and heavy. And we have so many others who are involved. Brother Franklin G on Terrestrial Radio at KCEP 88.1 with Like It Is Radio on Friday morning, 10 o'clock on the West Coast, 1 o'clock for you East Coast listeners. It is a network of people who believe that we can make a difference partially through information and sharing. And we hope that you will continue to share the information that you have so that we can all become a little bit better a little and better informed because that's what our show is talking about today is the type of information that is out there. And I don't know if it's the same as publicity, like all publicity is good publicity. I don't know if all information is good information, if news or fake news, if we consider that news is real, if fake is good. As a matter of fact, I tend to believe that it's just the opposite. would love to hear what you have to say about our show today on is fake news a manifestation of traditional news media? You know, we're going to go a little further than that, though, and we're going to talk about is the news media dividing our country? And we're going to touch on that and probably go into a little bit more next week. And I think that those are some important conversations that we need to have and that we need to have, like, right now. Because if it is, what are we going to do? What are we, the people, going to do about it? It's always easy to talk about what other people are doing or not doing. But how can these things be done to us? And are we willing to have some self-examination on what we can do to position ourselves so less of these things are done to us? These are important questions that we have to ask ourselves. I think that introspection is good. Uh, as an example, with 
one in a month. Did you know that fake news stories typically get more clicks than real news stories? Fake news stories typically get more clicks than real news stories. Some of the biggest news stories this year have been so-called fake names. They oftentimes just flat-out lies. That's just not truthful. That's right. It gets a huge audience. The reason why I mention that, because if there was no audience for it, fake news wouldn't carry as much weight as it has and does. If there were not people listening to it, there were not people reading it, viewing it online, then fake news would not be that big of a deal. That's why I say, what role do we play? And I want to get back to what role has traditional news played in creating this fake news phenomenon that we're experiencing today? I think it's important that that we discuss that because it didn't just appear all on its own, like one day somebody thought of it or, or did it. I, you know, for years I've heard had people tell me that they want a politician that lies to them, that they wouldn't vote for a politician that told them the truth and didn't lie because they didn't think that politician was going to do a good enough job. Now, some of you who hear that may say, well, those people are just out there. Suppose it is a large number of those people and a large number of those people who have influence over other people. Then would you so easily blow it off? Because things tend to start out almost like a cancer. There's one cell and if left unchecked, that cell tends to grow. Well, is fake news one of those things that in traditional news, we didn't pay it that much attention? When we heard, whether it's MSNBC, Fox, CNN, we heard a stretching of the truth by the commentators, did we just let it go? When we know that they have edited a story to fit their particular ideology, did we accept it? Because if we accepted it, then that means we are a part of it, allowed it, even encouraged it by our acceptance of it. So when when I hear the folks on the news shows, whether it's Lawrence O'Donnell, Rachel Maddow, uh, Chris Matthews, Sean Hannity, 
you know, we we could go down the, the list, you know, the, the usual suspects, Anderson Cooper. It, it doesn't make a difference what network, what name. When they say things that are not factual, and we still watch, do not check them, then does it make it easier for them about, does it make it easier for them, and not only continue, but for more of them to do it and for it to happen more often? In other words, do they start to push the envelope of what is acceptable? And in us not filing a complaint, not having a grievance, are we a part of the fake news phenomenon that's going on? Maybe unwittingly, are we helping create fake news? 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600. I would love to hear your comment on this because I remember Ross Perot. Many of you might remember Ross Perot. He ran for president against Bill Clinton. Ross Perot used to talk about people, finger pointers, people who cast blame. He says, when you're pointing that finger at somebody, have you ever noticed that there's three fingers pointing back at you? And I thought of that when I heard the uh, traditional news media decry the rise of fake news and how the fake news was getting more clicks, more attention than traditional media. And I'm going to tell you who I thought about. And I know he's not a popular figure in conservative circles, but it is who I thought about. Remember the preacher from Chicago that used to be President Obama's preacher? And he gave a, what some people call, controversial sermon. In that sermon, he said, chickens coming home to root. Chickens coming home to root. Is what we're seeing today in the rise of fake media simply traditional media's chicken coming home to root? Three four seven eight two six nine six zero zero. Three four seven eight two six ninety six hundred. I would love to hear what you have to say about that. I find this fascinating in that traditional news who have stretched the truth have become quite malleable with the truth, is now up in arms about fake news. When they were the progenitors, I believe, of fake news, when you have a news story that you do not fact check, that you put on the news, because you may want to scoop the other people that do news, that is sort of like fake news, isn't it? 
Now, sure, you can come back and you can apologize and say whatever you say and apologize for the story and bring the correction. Yes, you can do that. But it doesn't change the fact that the story is out there. And once it's out there, somebody's believing it. And once you continually apologize, you know, the first time you apologize is difficult stuff because you think about your integrity and, and how it, you may look. But once you've apologized like five, ten times, apologies tend to come pretty easy. As a matter of fact, so easy that it's not that big of a deal to you anymore. And because it's not that big of a deal to you anymore, it is easier it is easier for you to continue to rush to get whatever it is out there to beat the other person or groups of people because you know you can always issue a correction and apology. Now, I believe corrections and apologies should be made, but when an apology is an apology in words only, and what I'm talking about is you knew what you were doing up front, but you do, did it anyway. And then you give an apology and do it again, purposely. Is it really an apology? And I would even say it's causing apologies to lose their value. Now, this is coming from media. And when I say media, I'm not just talking about television, talking radio. I'm talking the Internet, Facebook. Did you know that I believe the majority of the people today get their news from the Internet and primarily Facebook? Anyone can be a newscaster. Okay, before we go too much further, let's, let's look at this. You have people like Sean Hannity, like Rachel Maddow, like Anderson Cooper, talking about fake news and how bad it is. But they're not talking about the role that they play. Let's look at this election as an example. Donald Trump can't win. Donald Trump is a carnival barker. Donald Trump is a clown. He's a blowhard. Hillary Clinton, it is inevitable that she wins. It's a foregone conclusion that she's going to take the nomination, that she's going to win. It is projected that she is going to win. Hillary Clinton will win. Lawrence O'Donnell, on the last word, would often say so matter-of-factly how, of course, Donald Trump wasn't going to win. And he won. And sure, they can give retractions. And maybe the best retraction I heard was the one I heard last night. And it actually came from Sean Hannity. And he says, I, I, I am not, I, I want to say, did he say, I'm not an anchorman? I'm not a newscaster. I'm a commentator. And I thought about that for a minute. And it made me ask the question, is the difference between fake news 
and traditional news, the fact that fake news presents itself as real but fake, but traditional news tells you that it's fake up front. Because when Sean Hannity says that, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a news, I'm not a news person. I'm a commentator. I'm in, I'm an opinion. Opinion is wrong, and you're presenting it as fact from a news station that people think is the news. Then aren't all of shows like Sean Hannity, like Lawrence O'Donnell? like Anderson Cooper, aren't they perpetrating a fraud very similar to fake news? As a matter of fact, can you see how fake news could have been birthed from these commentators? Regular news takes up a fairly small portion of the airwaves today on the news network. And see, isn't that somewhat of a misnomer itself, calling themselves a news network when most of them consider consider themselves op-ed, opinion writers. Instead of news network, should it be called the op-ed network, the opinion network? Would that be more accurate? I said that Jeremiah Wright said the chickens are coming home to roost. Is this, is the rise of the so-called fake news the chickens coming home to roost on the popular news stations because they're the ones who started. Simply in the fact of calling it a news station and the majority of its programming is one, is multiple op-heads. So then you don't have to get the news. You just talk about how you feel. What I'm doing right now, I'm not. This this is Rodney talking, sharing his opinion. I don't call myself news. I call it our own voices. That means many voices. I'm sharing you mine, and I'm hoping that you will, you're listening, and, and you will share yours with myself and the other listeners. That's what I do. But the people that are on the news broadcast station, they say, it's a news broadcast station. CNN stands for what? Fox even calls itself Fox News, not Fox Opinion Channel. MSNBC. Now, MSNBC doesn't call it, you know, the news is not even in its name, right? National Broadcasting Company. Okay. I got that. So when you go to MSNBC, and I'm and I'm uh, I'm going on to it as we speak. What do you see? What is it telling you? What is the imagery? Because what I see at MSNBC.com, it looks like a news website. Here's a picture of. Chuck Todd. But I have to give it to MSNBC. It doesn't 
say it's a news station. It just says MSNBC. If I go to, I'm going to go to Fox News, and as I said, Fox News actually has news in its name. When I go to Fox News, it looks very similar to MSNBC, except it says Fox News. So you think you're going to a news station, and what they say is news. If I go to CNN, which stands for what? For CNN, it was called Cable News Network. News. So you think that the shows are news. They're telling you what's happening. But they give you an opinion. And there is a huge difference. So when people become mistrusting of the news media, the popular news is now saying that it's because of faux news, when in reality, they're fake news themselves. Their very name, CNN, Fox News. news? Is it opinion? They can have opinion. Here's the, and they don't always tell you up front, this is opinion, right? In the conversation, they may tell it. So then you bring on, meet the press, as an example. Meet the press, says meet the press. Well, the press has a certain standing in our country. The press is almost a form of government. So it should have the highest standard. What we see today is yellow journalism. Yellow journalism is basically it's fake news. That's what we see today. But it came, and, and this is my story, that it came from the regular news media. And for them to decry the rise of fake news, and they are the creators of it. It is chickens coming home to roost. You've been listening to Our Own Voices Live today, and our topic has been, is fake news a, a manifestation of traditional news media? I'll leave it to you to decide. I do want to encourage you all that if you did not hear Walter Cronkite announce the assassination of John Kennedy, I would encourage you to do so. And the reason why is because I want to take you back to a time when the news was the news. This is when Walter Cronkite, you could tell that he was physically stricken by the news. His emotions was overwhelming him. He's about to report the news. And you know, you can just tell something isn't right. He takes his glasses off. Now, this happened years ago. I still remember. He takes his glasses off, kind of looks and puts them back on, and then he goes to report that JFK was assassinated. 
that's because he is telling the people what happened. That's what he was doing. He was doing his job. He did not speculate on why it happened, how it happened, who's responsible, might be. He simply reported what was. That was the news when I grew up. That was the integrity. They didn't try to tell you how to think. They provided the information. They sourced the information. It's like a newspaper or the way newspapers used to be. And then they reported if it was breaking news that was reported from a credible source like, hey, the President of the United States has been assassinated. Here's footage of the President being shot. Okay, hey, do we need to talk to anybody? Is, is anybody on the ground? What happened? Yes, this is what really happened. This is my trusted source, an embedded reporter, eyewitnesses. They reported the news. We may be fake news, but I don't think it's right. I think it's taking advantage of people. But fake news has been around for a long time, and it didn't start start with these pop-up Facebook pages. It started. Next week, we're probably going to spin off on the topic of how is the news media dividing up or contributing to the division of America? How is the news media contributing to the division of America? This is another important topic that we need to discuss because we play a role in it. And see, remember what I said earlier about Ross Perot when he says you pointing the finger of blame on someone else when there's three pointing back at you? If you didn't consume fake news and forward it and act on it and talk about it, then fake news wouldn't get so many clicks. And because it gets so many clicks, it makes X amount of dollars. And because it makes X amount of dollars, more and more people get into it to make the dollars. It's really simple. So we play a role in the growth of the fake news industry. We played a role in the creation of the fake news industry right along with media by not demanding that those stations that have news in their name, those shows that present themselves as authentic sources of information, we didn't allow them to continue to push the envelope, then the envelope wouldn't have been pushed, point of fake news today. The chickens have come home to roost. Until next week, 12.30 p.m. on the West Coast, 3.30 on the East Coast, you've been listening to Rodney Smith, another episode of Our Own Voices Live. Today's topic is fake news a manifestation of traditional news media. What do you think? Go to Our Own Voices Live on Facebook, Our Own Voices on Twitter, and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. All right, everybody. 
Have a good day. Enjoy your Saturday. Find a vet, hug them. We just went Pearl Harbor Day, a day that was said to live in infamy. But the many of you even think about it. Most of the veterans from that day are leaving us. What memory will we have when they're gone? What memory will we have of real news if we allow news to be opinion? And now opinion has gone full tilt into just straight up fake news. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.